Welcome to the Crimson Circle. Welcome on this wonderful, beautiful New Year's, New Year's Eve, no matter where you are. Welcome. Glad that you could be with us. We're here, Jeffrey Hoppy, almost ready to channel Adamus Saint-Germain. I hope you're ready for that. I know I am. So, whether you're listening in to the Awakening Zone, thecrimsoncircle.com, or watching on crimsoncircle.com, here we are all together in this now moment. We're going to take this moment to say farewell to those of you that are listening on the Awakening Zone and Blog Talk Radio. This is our last broadcast on the Awakening Zone. So if you would like to hear any more, please, in the future, go to thecrimsoncircle.com. So I think we're just about ready. So with that, as always, I'd like to invite each of us, all of us, no matter where you are, to stop for this moment and take the good deep breath. Adamus always asks us to take the good deep breath. This is that deep, deep breath, the conscious breath that flows through you. Tells your, tells your body that you choose life. And when you breathe deeply, so does your mind, your body, and soul all together in this now moment. Each of us, what an amazing time this is when we come together like this and take the conscious breath. And as we take the breath, this is a time that we give ourselves permission to truly open to this experience, to allow all that there is now, to open all your senses, human and divine. And as you breathe, allow yourself to open and feel the music of our amazing guest, Johan. Breathe and feel their music. Hear it, taste it, see it. So with that, please breathe and feel the music opening, allowing. Thank you. 
I am that I am, Adamus of Sovereign Domain. Magical, truly magical, the music, the moment, each and every one of you, thank you, dear Johan. More to come, so don't get too relaxed. <laughs> magical, oh, because, oh my dear, oh my dear, and I boldly and outrageously present you with a cup a worthy of a master. Coffee with cream. Yes. Ah, thank you. And no cheap paper or plastic cups for a master. No, no. Crystal in real crystal. Is that the one from Leslie? No. Magical, dear Chambra. Because while that music was playing, it was all downloaded. It was actually downloaded days, maybe for some of you weeks ago. But you got to listen to the music. You got to feel it. Huh? You got to hear the music. Whatever hadn't been fully downloaded before came through now. That's the beauty of life. You actually don't have to go through the drudgery, the dreariness, the boredom of everyday daily experience to unravel things in the linear. comes in just like that. Everything that we're going to talk about in the Shao today, already done, with and through the music. While the music was playing in that relaxing moment when you forgot about your broken arm, my dear, <laughs> oh, may it heal quickly and no other parts of you break for a while. <laughs> yeah, gee, thanks. <laughs> that was enthusiastic. Magical in that beautiful moment. Everything was, is there. Everything. Everything about this shout, everything, every bit of wisdom, everything you're going to get already there. That's the beauty of your everyday life. It's already there. It's already been downloaded or in the process of being downloaded, downloaded meaning coming into your awareness. You realize there's really nothing to strive for, nothing to fight for, nothing to aspire to in the old way of aspirations. It's that easy. Now, the beauty is that you got to listen to the music then, everything coming in, being downloaded. Oh, so good. Um, you can throw that away, whatever that swill is, that colder is drinking. It, it's all been downloaded, but the beauty is now you got to experience the music, and now you can experience it in a little different way, more joyfully, more openly, not trying to get anything out of it, but just receiving what's already there. That is going to be the life going forward. Ah, where you can be in that knowingness that it's already there and then experience it in a much more joyful way. I know some of you have had the experience where you try to listen so deeply to music or a lecture or toning or a playing of crystal bowls, trying to get something from it, afraid that you might miss something. You're not going to because it's already there. 
So beautiful, so simple, so clean. Now, now you get to have a what you would call an emotional response while you're listening to the music. Now, at ease because you're not trying to get anything from it, not to trying to make it into something, not trying to have it heal you or cure you. Now you can just enjoy it, and you can have a, what you would call an emotional or a sensual response to it. You can sit back and relax and really enjoy it. That emotional response, which so many of you, by the way, are in such conflict with one minute trying to have an emotional response and the next minute not trying to have an emotional response, one moment trying to feel something, the next moment trying to shut it off because you're feeling too much, it suddenly changes the emotional and the sensual response now is just a flavoring, your flavoring. Uh, the flavoring, it's a beautiful extract that you put into the ingredients of your life. It's a flavoring now that gives that special, unique taste, your taste, to your life. Ah, now you can add that ingredient of, of even emotion and especially of sensuality to everything you're doing at ease knowing it's already there. Now, some of you are thinking about it a little too much. Now, how does that happen? Well, I can tell you, it's the natural way things happen. It's the natural way it should happen. You shouldn't have to work so hard and fight so hard. It's already there. Whether it's a job, whether it's an insight or a realization, whether it's anything, it's already there. We'll come back to that by the end of our shout. But realize that the end is already here. It's been an interesting year. We started out the year – such a big voice today – It's we started out the year with – started out the year by basically dismissing everyone, by basically saying, it's time to walk out, to leave. As you remember back up the hill, I asked everybody to leave. I asked those of you watching in watching in online, to even leave your own room, your own house. It was a symbolic act of saying, I'm either going to be committed, stay committed to my enlightenment, or I'm going to go back into the old world, the old ways. No judgment. doesn't really matter. But it was a very symbolic act of saying, are you ready? Are you really ready? Almost all of you came back. A few didn't, but almost all of you came back. But still wondering, still wondering what this is all about, where we're going, what's going to happen to you. And here we are. No coincidence that we're having this very special shout still in this year. Oh, it's approaching the, the waning hours, but still in this year. How perfect it is that we're not doing it into the new year. It's like our bookends, the beginning of the year, saying, please leave if you're not ready. Then spending truly the whole year really feeling into it, really allowing it. Are you ready? And here we come into these final, final hours, that final, final decision, decision that actually each and every one of you has already made. 
So let's use this occasion right now, perhaps with a few scary, fearful feelings, but let's use this occasion for that true farewell to the old, limited self, the fearful self, the linear human self, the self who had to identify with a past, the self who wondered what was going to happen in the future. Let's use this opportunity for a true farewell to being lost, to being confused, not wondering what was going to happen. Let's use this as an opportunity to say farewell to doubt. Oh, doubt. Such a such an ugly, smelly blanket, uh, but you still carry it around. Uh, why? Why? You ask yourself why. I ask you why. Why, why would you want to carry around that really grotesque old blanket of doubt? But, but it gives you a certain degree of comfort. I think there's, a, there's an odd comfort in it. You think that if you don't doubt yourself, uh, that you're going to do something you're going to act um, in a way that you shouldn't act. So you put that limitation, that, that doubt is kind of like your uh, braking system. You've got to doubt yourself. You've got to throw that doubt in there just to make sure. But let's, let's use this also as a time to say farewell to the doubt. I'll think, put it in very human terms very linear terms, what do you have to lose? If you, if you let go of doubt, if you don't get caught up in doubt, rather, you don't get caught up in doubt, what's the worst that's going to happen? That you're going to do something bizarre like becoming a master? <laughs> you let go of doubt that you're going to mm, let your light shine, that you're going to have charisma, that you're going to let the true you come out. The doubt is it's, it's like a prison. It's, the doubt is a, a limitation. And actually, so many of you have gotten so used to doubt, this, this demon, this ghost, gotten so used to it that you just accept that it's there and it's going to keep coming back, huh? that it's, going to, that's always, it's always going to be fighting that doubt. You can let it go right now. You're going to let go of giving it any sort of credibility, any sort of um, energy. You're going to let go of that doubt. Doubt is such an energy drainer, as you doubters know. <laughs> Doubting yourself, such an energy drainer. It, it, it saps you of energy. It, it doubt, doubt is uh, one of the relatives of SES virus. When doubt gets into your mind, it, it kind of freezes up your mind, it, and then it penetrates deeper and deeper. That doubt gets uglier and uglier, and what happens is you don't do anything, because you're doubting yourself. You don't even, you don't even do, um, you don't do anything. <laughs> you, you get frozen. You get stuck. It's not worth it. So what a year it's been of saying, are you really ready for embodied enlightenment? Are you really, really ready for it? Had a full year to consider it, to think about it, to feel into it. You could, there were times during the year where you could feel your passion for it so deeply. 
You, you knew it was so real. One day, and the next day, doubt. The next day, what am I doing? The next day, still comparing yourself to other people. The next day, still thinking about where you've come from, your past, and all the stupid things you've done. And uh, da, da. This doubt gets in your way. Uh-uh. After a while, my friends, that gets to be such a bizarre way of living but between the passion for your realization and, and then all the doubt. Let's say farewell to all of that. In these last few hours, well, some of you on the other side of the world, you're already into the new year, but just come back over here a minute <laughs> to this side of the calendar. Let's use this time to say farewell to that. I'm going to ask for some music accompaniment by my favorite music group in the whole world, Johan. Let's take this opportunity where the music, gentle music plays, to say farewell. (laughs) Saying farewell, one moment it sounds really good. Good, I'm glad to get rid of all this. But then the doubt comes in. It's like, what am I doing? Can I, re- can I really say farewell? And you see how the doubt works? Can I really say farewell? Or is this just a nice little five-minute musical experience, a nice little feel-good, but tomorrow back in the same place? It's totally up to you. Totally up to you. You can say farewell to all that, that old self. Say farewell to the doubt, the consternation. Oh, sometimes. I love you so dearly, all of you, but sometimes I look into your lives. I look into what you put yourself through. The struggle. The mental torment. The questioning of who you are. And I I do scream out at you at times and say, just let go. You get a big smile on your face, but then the next minute you're like, well, but can I let go of everything? And and am I worthy to really let go? What do I need to do to let go? Do Do I need to do some sort of water therapy to let go? No, shut up. Just let go. It's that easy. It really is. So let's use this occasion with music to let go. Farewell. Farewell to that old self. Not that there was anything wrong with it, other than your perspective. Your perspective. Well, the old self is fine, but you had a perspective of it and a fight with it. Oh, that fight with the old self. One day, You'd win the round. Next day, it would win the round. But it didn't end at nine rounds. It kept going day after day after day. Let's say farewell to your perspective of the past, to your fight with yourself. Take a good deep breath. And it's, a, it's truly as easy as allowing. those of you who need a little mental justification, please understand that that 
old self is no happier with you <laughs> than you are with it. In other words, that perception of the old self, it wants to get out of that trap as well. It doesn't like that role. It doesn't like the loathing that you have for it and the fear that you have for it and the disdain and all the rest of that. It's tired of the game. You see, that old self is not what you think it was. It wants to reveal itself, yourself, and its fullness and its richness. It doesn't want to be held in some sort of consciousness of limitation that you've held it in. It doesn't want to fight you anymore. You put it in a position where it's had to. You've made it fight you. You'd say the old self is accumulation of a lot of experiences, failures, at least in your perspective, failures, betrayals by yourself and others, struggles. The old self, a lot of sadness. I'm not saying it was all rough, but a lot of it was. It, it was tired of the position you put yourself in, you put your past in. And in one very beautiful, simple experience here, sometimes known as a mirab, we just let that go. have to give a thought to it. You don't have to pressure it. You don't have to battle it. Just say goodbye. Provides for tremendous change in energy and consciousness. Put it to you a different way. The consciousness you have of your past is very limited. The degree of consciousness that you hold in your past is very confined. Consciousness is, let's say, a light, a charisma that shines. Brilliance, unobstructed, unabashed, even undefined. Consciousness, this beautiful crystal light. But what consciousness you have of your past, whether it's a past life, whether it's anything in this lifetime, Consciousness is generally placed in things like failure and struggle, hardship, suffering, traumas. 
consciousness that you have of your past is not truth, not the real truth. But you put these little particles of consciousness at the most difficult, depressing, dark points of your past. And there they sit. These little particles of limited consciousness. And they're separated from the main consciousness, which would be your divine, your free self. It's still consciousness, but then it starts coming back to you in limited thought and memory. It's still consciousness of your past, but now it comes back to you in a very perverse way. Bad memories, stuck energy, ghosts, doubts, and darkness. Your past doesn't want that. It really doesn't. It doesn't want that limitation. It wants full consciousness, the full light, unlimited. I say it over and over and over again until the popcorn starts popping. But your past is not what you think it is. Thank God, your past. Not what you remember it as. There are those who will fight for their past. There are those who solidify their stories of their past, but stories that simply are not true. There are those who tell these stories over and over to themselves and to others, and they simply aren't true. Past that deserves as much consciousness as the present,、it、deserves as much charisma as the future. Let's say farewell to the perspective, the old perspective of the past. And it's fine here to have an emotional or a sensual response. It's fine to feel what that was like, having limited particles of consciousness that were embedded in the past. It's fine feeling what I would call the dryness, the dullness, and the angst of. Past. Through the music, I'm going to take a moment and convey to you. I'm going to channel through the music here. I'm going to channel what it's like when you let go of the limitations of the past, 
all of your experiences, all of your lifetimes even, and let it be free. Let it have that full charisma that it so deserves. Let yourself be free, whatever limits you put on. Through the music, I'm going to channel here what I see in the real past that you've had, not what you see, not how you've limited yourself, not how you've made yourself suffer. Through the music, I'd like to channel into each and every one of you the beauty, the sheer beauty of releasing the limitations of the past. Let's take a deep breath as we go deeply into this.
see, the past is not at all what you remember. It's not. I'll continue to say that again and again until you get it. But it's not that past. That thing that really defines your present and your future is not what you thought it was. Let's take a deep breath and say farewell to the old perceptions of the past. It's a tough thing for a human to do because the past defines them, or so they think. The past gives them something to think about and compare to, compare everything else to. But it's one of the greatest limitations because the past is not, not at all what you think. Now, the mind will argue that and, and it will doubt that. So, say, no, I remember I had a job from this date to that date. I got married at this certain time and I've done this and that. Those are timeline incidences, but it's not really the past. The past is really the, the wisdom that was gained, or in many cases not gained. It has nothing to do with what specific thing happened on a certain date on the calendar. It was the way you perceived it. It was the way that you had emotions and feelings and understandings to it. What happens is an incident happens and the feelings are, are many. The mind quickly limits them and the mind puts them in a nice little uh, storage box and says, this is the way it was, emotionally. Uh, and, and in every other way. And then it keeps referring to all that. But it's not true. It's a huge step to say, I'm going to let that, I'm going to say farewell to the past. A huge step. Because in a way, there's a feeling like it's denial. Denial. And I've been accused of that many times. Telling people to be in denial. Not at all. The real denial is when you have limited particles of consciousness embedded in past events. That's the denial. The denial is not accepting and allowing that there was a plethora of experiences and feelings and reactions, a range of them. You can have an experience and it can range from being bad to good altogether, layer after layer of experience of the very same thing that happened. But the mind will limit it and say, no, this happened and it, it was bad. And then you spend years and years trying to get over it, but in that years and years of therapy or whatever you do to get over it, you're only giving it more definition and more credibility. And then it sets in deeper and gets more solid. And then you really believe that's the past. In order to experience and to be the free self must free your past also. It's not a mental exercise. We're not going to sit here for hours and hours and go through uh, untying the knots of our past, because that again is a very mental and very ineffective exercise. But it's as simple as sitting here for a few minutes with the beautiful music and feeling what it's like to release the limitations of your past, to feel the liberation of coming out of those tight definitions of what happened. It frees you. It goes back to one of the most brilliant teachings of Tobias, the future is the past 
healed. So, my dear friends, let's take a good deep breath with that. Speaking of Tobias, Masters are here today. Yeah, a very special gathering. We have all those who have worked with you in the past, ranging from Tobias to Metatron to Kathumi to Saint Germain, my personal favorite, to uh, all the others. Because this is a turning point. This is a uh, what you would say a moment of truth right here. It's a moment of truth because. We're leaving behind not just the old year, we're leaving behind a limited, unremembered past. I say unremembered because you're not remembering what really happened. We're leaving that behind. As we go forward now with into the new year, into the new times, much as Calder and Linda talked about today, it's going to be only for those who are choosing and allowing embodied enlightenment. That's it. That's it. The no room for anything else. No room in the work myself and the other masters are going to do with you. No room for doubt. I'm sorry. And that's where you and I are going to arm wrestle. You you and I are going to arm wrestle this year because you're going to say you're going to tell me I can't get rid of the doubt. You're going to say, I have to maintain a certain amount of doubt as a, as a balance. As a balance. You use it as a balance to make sure that you're doing the right thing. You're going to tell me that uh, the doubt isn't, uh, um, isn't anything that you can do anything about. And I'm going to put it right back in your face. Right back. There's no reason for the doubt. No need for the doubt. You must be tired of it because I'm really tired of it. <laughs> Let's take a good deep breath and say farewell to that old limited perspective. Free your free yourself. It's not a mental exercise, you just do it. You just do it. So Shambra, let's have a little fun. Linda with the microphone, please. My favorite time. Mm. My favorite time. It's question and answer oh. time. My questions. Uh -oh. Your answer. Uh -oh. Yes. Your pleasure. Now, before we do two things, let's let's take a let's take a breath, a good uh, let's call it an energy shift breath. Let's shift into that. And to really understand the wisdom of what happens here when I ask these uh, inane questions and you give me really inane answers, uh, let's shift into what's really happening in the room. Well, for one, it's a distraction. I love distractions. Uh, number two, it gets you into feelings, and I love when you get into your confusion. Mm. No, I, I really do, because it's, it proves a good point. I ask a question and you start to have feelings. And you, as I watch you, you'll have two, three, four different feelings, and then you get confused. Why should I have all these different feelings? Some of that might seem contradictory. And then you either shut down or you, you pick one and think that's the only one. No, they're all true. Every answer that you have within yourself. Uh, when I ask these questions, you go through, I can see it, getting very mental. And you're thinking, what happens if Linda hands you the microphone? What answer am I going to get that will really impress all the viewers? And you forget about yourself. You forget about yourself. And you forget that there are actually layers of answers, and they're all true. 
They're all true. But before we do this, um, I want to do one other thing. Let's take a good deep breath. And I'll keep saying this over and over until the corn starts popping. Everything, everything is about your enlightenment. Everything that happens, even that yawn that you're doing right now, <laughs> is, about, is about your enlightenment. <laughs> Everything is about your enlightenment. That's the beautiful thing. Every action, everything that happens with other people your whole life, bar nothing, is about enlightenment. And the funny thing is, with the uh, experience we just had, even your past is now about your enlightenment. You maybe thought, well, before it wasn't because it was my past and I wasn't very enlightened back then. But now it suddenly is. So suddenly it all starts working together. Creates quite a swirl, quite a storm, quite a cleansing as, as this happens. But everything, even the broken arm, is about your enlightenment. Not that you had to break your arm to get enlightened, but it's got to be about your enlightenment. Otherwise it wouldn't be there, right? right. What have you learned um, from this experience of breaking the arm? What have you learned? Um. That's bullshit. You should learn. Don't walk on ice. Don't walk on ice. Okay. What what else have you learned? She was going to give me a very metaphysical answer. Eh, No, don't walk on ice. What else have you learned? Um, To be vulnerable. Yes. Because I'm so used to being independent and strong and not counting on anybody. Yeah. But now I, I, there's a lot of things that I can't do. Yeah, like? So I have to allow others to help me. What can't you do? Oh, grabbing things, like little things. You can grab me with the other hand. Yeah, I know. It doesn't have to be just that. Good. <laughs> what else? Vulnerable, that's, that's okay. Allowing others to serve me. Ah, I love that. Allowing others to serve me. You could right. actually kind of play it up with the arm thing. You know, it's just oh. a, you could actually put both arms in one of those and really play it up. If I were you, I'd get a wheelchair too. And just, I mean, come on. If that's what it takes to make you realize that only a master can be in service. Everyone else is but a servant, and only you can allow. Only a master can really allow others to serve them. Yeah, play it up. Do we need to go so far as to break anything else to make the point? No, no. Good, good, good. No, okay. So that wasn't a sign from God that you're doing something wrong in your life? Well, it's kind of interesting. Last show, you were talking about some guy that fell off a ladder. Yes, yes. You remember that? I did, yeah. All right. Yeah, I didn't mean it literally. Before. <laughs> Let me put it a different way. It was based on a true story of something that already happened. But do you realize how many Schomburg got hurt since that story? It's really sad. Uh, a lot. You're not the only one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did you relate to the story? Well, the minute I fell, the instant, I wondered, what am I thinking? Yeah, yeah. What were you thinking when you fell? Well, I was thinking that once I got down, I was going to go over there and smoke a cigarette. Ah, ah. <laughs> now we get to the real issue. And so, how do you, what, do you have guilt about smoking cigarettes? Well, I didn't smoke for a few days and then I started smoking again. Oh. So, how do I deal with this? Smoking the broken arm or me? Smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Funny you should mention that. We're going to get to that in just a moment. Okay. Yes. As a matter of fact, we'll start it right now. Here's my question of the day, but you can give the microphone to Linda because I want a little feeling on this one first. 
tough question to end the, this year. Tough question. And you never know who is going to get Linda's mysterious microphone, so be ready. Mm-hmm. The question that I have today – and you might be included too, yes – just because you're musicians doesn't mean you're exempt. And you over there, just because you're near the door doesn't mean you can run. The question is – and I really want you to feel into this first, realizing Linda might give you the microphone – the question is, what have you been fighting within yourself? What have you been uh, – just hmm, yeah, a lot of hmm. Uh, you can close your eyes or just take a moment. What and, – and, and no machio here, because I kind of already know. What have you been fighting within yourself? What have you been fighting within yourself? Remember, any answer that you give may be helpful to other Shambra who are listening in now or in the future. Remember, any answer that you give might truly incriminate yourself. <laughs> what have you been fighting within yourself? Hmm. Are you re- Are you ready, Linda? Sure. Let's begin. Okay. Ah, I love this time. You can feel the nervousness come over the room, and a few of you, yeah, give me the microphone. But yeah, so would you mind standing so the whole world can see you? Um, rage. Rage. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for your non machio answer, but you know my next question. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Why the rage? What are you fighting? I guess. I'm fighting a situation, living situation with someone, and I'm not. Let's let's just stop that at I'm okay. fighting a living situation. Yes. Period. Period. Uh, nothing to do really with anybody else ultimately. Okay. A living situation. Interesting. Okay. Based on that, now why the rage? <sighs> I guess I keep having hope that it's going to switch around. I mean, I've. Moved into another loving situation, but now I'm between two places. Mm-hmm. Um, what the, uh, rage directed at yourself, I assume, but but you you will happily direct it at others if given the opportunity. Well, I'm, it's what I'm finding out the last two days. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, good. And uh, wait, what is that rage really about? It's about where I'm not. Using my resources totally for what I want for myself. Could I state it in a slightly different way? Sure. It's about your doubt or your questioning uh, of freedom, independence, true independence. It's a little scary, you know. It's a, it's kind of easier, mm-hmm. kind of hanging on to some old situations or other situations. It's easier. Uh, deferring to other people or saying it's about living accommodations, uh, housing, that type of thing, mm-hmm. but ultimately really about your own freedom uh, and freedom from others to begin with, which is kind of is unusual for you and many others, but real freedom. Mm-hmm. And w- what happens in that freedom? Are you are you ready for it? Can you handle the responsibility? Can you? Uh, will you survive? Uh, there, uh, there's an, and I'm, this, I'm not mm-hmm. 
trying to give you a hard time, but everybody can see themselves in that there is some what I'm going to call survival energy feeding that goes on a lot of times when you think, well, at least there's another person in my life, even though I can't stand them, don't want to be with them, at least there's somebody or something else. So it's a, you use it for an energy feeding from them. And, and it's not a, what I would say, a vampire thing, but it's just, it's a comfort. Uh, it's a comfort. It's a very scary thing for the human identity to contemplate being totally by themselves. Very scary thing. Uh, so there's that need for others, a need to see yourself through others, a need like they have an answer or may have an answer that you don't have, uh, and also, uh, in your case very specifically, the concern about will you just leave the planet? Will you just float out of here if there weren't other people in your life grounding you? Not even that they need you, but in a way you need them, because without anyone, without that old connection, there's a concern that you're just going to leave. So it's a survival energy feeding. And we'll get to the resolution, potential resolution, in just a moment. Good. Next. Dear Linda Visa, who is next? What are you fighting in your life? Oh, and before you hand the microphone to anyone, there's a lot of fighting going on. Uh, there really is. And I know some of you think, well, I have it under control. <laughs> you only think you have it under control, but it's so rampant, it's so pervasive, and we just we're just tired of it. We just need to let go of that. It's, it's meaningless. It, it really is. Okay. Microphone, Linda. Yes. Ah. Greetings. Um, I guess I've Would you like a cup of coffee? They're making sure. a good cup today. Cream, sugar, goat's milk. In a crystal glass? Can Any I more get crystal one of those? glasses? They'll get you something that looks kind of like a crystal glass. What would you like in it? Uh, just cream, please. Thank would you, you. Just cream? Yeah. Would you like some cookies? No, I'm not a big sweets guy. I I would like some cookies. All so right. uh, please, Donnie wants some cookies. Yeah, a plateful um, up here. Good. Uh, so, uh, what are you fighting in your life? Uh, By the way, what did I just do? Distracted me. Absolutely. Try to get me out of my Why? head, so I don't yes. give a logical answer. Yes, 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 yes. Good. Good. <laughs> Thank you. And what did I just do by asking you what I just did? Made me realize it. Yeah, or got you right back into your mind. But it's a little <laughs> game we play. Go right. ahead. Uh, what are what are you fighting within yourself? Uh, I guess like a lot of fear and doubt. I feel I kind of put myself out there sometimes, but then I just end up taking two steps right back. And yeah, yeah. Why? I guess I'm a little afraid to kind of come out completely to the world and just be myself completely. Why? I'm afraid what might happen. Like what, getting burned at the stake? <laughs> yeah, well, that might have you know, happened. It only, hurts, it only hurts for about a minute. Uh, <laughs> you know, because in a way you've already left before the process. That's the good thing about being timeless, you know, if they're going to burn you at the stake. You just, you, you've, you're already gone, uh, in a way. You just hang around enough to go, Jesus, that was really hot, and then you're out of there. So you never really go through Have a sip, yeah. Okay. Well, you've got, you've got a fleur de lis mug. I didn't. Yeah. Wow. It's nice. Wow. Okay. Okay. 
So here you are, obviously an intelligent man. Here you are, a good-looking guy, wouldn't you say, ladies and gentlemen? Now, yeah, yeah, see? See what happens when you come here. Uh, in, you, you, you're insightful. You have consciousness. So what gives with this doubt and fear? And You've got all the tools sitting right there for you. Why do you have this? Why are you fighting it? And who's winning? <laughs> uh, not my true self. Yeah, yeah. You enjoy it? No, it's getting really tiring, actually. You, you lay awake at night in bed? Yeah, insomnia. Yeah, yeah. What, what, you know, being a bright guy that you are, what, um, what solutions have you come up with? Well, they're not working anymore. I mean, trying right, to distract right. myself with any number of different means, but um, I'm really discovering that it's just not working anymore. Cool. Um, cookies, anyone? <laughs> cookies? Uh, me first. That's the way masters work. Thank you. Pass them around. When, when the plate is uh, empty, we'll just make some more fish and loaves and keep serving. <laughs> mm. um, I'm sorry for the interruption. No worries. But, mm. 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 <laughs> Bear with me. I want to experience this. There's things I miss about being a human that yeah, the cookies. Uh, it's almost, it's sensual. It's very sensual. Mhm. 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 Sugar doesn't bother me. I could eat a lot of sugar. Yeah, it only bothers those who are worried about sugar, <laughs> and, and and they think it affects them, and then they have to. You know, uh, go off of sugar and they go on these other non sugar diets, but a true master can eat sugar for breakfast, just a bowl of sugar. <laughs> Sometimes with a little cream on it. Sweet cream sugar breakfast. Mm. Where were we? Oh, going back to the distractions. Oh, again. back to the distraction thing. Actually, that one was more to make a point uh, about sensuality. If you're going to eat a cookie, I mean, eat it, uh, feel it, stop what you're doing. Even if you're right in the middle of an interview, you know, with people watching in from around the world, just stop and have that sensual experience um, that most most of you don't have anymore, and eat some sugar for breakfast. Good God. Uh, so, uh, doubt and fear, and oh, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Doubt and uh, he doesn't eat sugar, uh, not so much into sweets. Yeah, not big. I, li I do like pure chocolate, like high percentage cacao. That's my stuff right there. Yeah, well, this is pure, and then it's wrapped in a cracker inside. It's a <laughs> yeah. cookie, very pure. Uh, Some mm. corn syrup. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. Mm. So where were we? So we're on fear and doubt. You, you've got a lot going for you, but you're all wrapped up in it. But how are you going to deal with this eventually? I find myself actually taking strides, finally, because I'm just so tired of the way that things have been. I mean, I'm starting to do things that I really enjoy. And, uh, mm, wow. Like I, what a concept. <laughs> 
Wow. Things that I was afraid to do. Like, mm-hmm. um, I'm really into spirituality, obviously, and I have a blog. And yeah. I've been another little that. distraction. And you would you wouldn't even think that it would come from Edith's cell phone <laughs> during the middle of our talk. You know, you the not. last person in the world you expect would be <laughs> Edith. Yes. Sweet Mother Edith uh, and her ringing cell phone. You, after all these years, you would think that, how could, right in the middle of our conversation. Yeah, you notice all these distractions? Yeah, you're pretty good at it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Actually, you guys are good at it. You're really good at it. Because this is exactly what you do. You've got these fights going on. You don't know how to handle it. You distract yourself until the fight comes back, until you create another fight. And pretty soon there's so much chaos and garbage going on that you even forgot about what the fight was about, what you're fighting, and and you forgot that there's actually a very easy solution to go beyond it. So you just you stay in that boxing ring the whole time. I mean, maybe jumping from one boxing ring to the other, but pretty soon it gets so confusing. It's like I don't even know what I'm unhappy about anymore. I don't even know why I'm pissed off today. I don't even know why Adamus annoys me so much. But it's just the way things are, kind of, right? I suppose. I suppose. Okay. <laughs> Good. Thank you. We'll come back. All right. We'll we'll wrap this all up. Brilliantly. What are you fighting? Nope. You have to. No, I don't. Yes, you do. I was told you have to. <clears throat> hmm. Hmm. Maybe we should have some more cookies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could use a cup of coffee too. <laughs> Sam, no, I'm, uh, I'm just kidding. Oh, oh. No, 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 I'm just kidding. Hmm. What are you fighting? No, health issues. Health issues, good. That's a good one. Uh, how is that fight going? Well, it seems to be going well at the moment. Okay. Fear that it may not go well. Fear that you don't have control over it. No, not not fear. I, I I've got control over it if I want to. Okay. No fear. No no fight. Not really. No. Okay. Where is the health issue? Where is it originating from? Why is it there in the first place? I'll be happy to help you out at any point. Well, go ahead. Okay. okay. Health issue. Um, you could you could trace it back to uh, certain chemicals, uh, toxins, things like that. But that's actually not the full story. Uh, it's an interesting story, but the health issue actually is going to help you become a much more sensitive, feeling person. It's given you the ability to feel into potential death. It's given you the ability to feel into yourself, your journey, the people around you. And suddenly it's activating, it's opening up real feelings. Uh, not, not emotions, which you uh, are relatively adverse to for good reason, but real feelings. And, uh, and I would have to say that it's one of the three main things that you came here to experience in this lifetime. 
real uh, sensuality, I call it, but real feelings, and not, not the junky, um, syrupy kind of feelings that, that you don't like so much in other people, and I, I don't either, but real experience. And it's giving you that. And now, if you take that, that essence of real feeling uh, and really embody that, that whole need for any sort of biological imbalance, any sort of illness, can go away. It's served its purpose. So embrace the feeling. Sounds good to me. Good. It's much easier, much better than the fight. I know others of you here have had health issues, and some scary health issues. I mean, life-threatening health issues. And they tell you these days, you know, we're going to fight this. We're going to fight the cancer. We're going to fight whatever it is. And I'm going to tell you right now, no, we're not. There is a much more efficient, a much better, and a much more joyful way. Okay, a few more. What are you fighting within yourself? What are you fighting? Yes. Fear. Would you like cookies? Uh, I just had. Oh, would you like more? No, I'm. I'm Would you like a tuna fish sandwich right now? I have a hunger for one. How did you know that's my favorite sandwich? I do. How did I know? (laughs) Because the minute you stood up, I got a hunger for For tuna tuna? fish sandwich. Um, I was always a salmon guy, but suddenly, (laughs) uh, tuna fish with a little bit of lettuce, extra mayo, some cheese, cream on, and chips, (laughs) and on a a nice uh, grain bread, toasted bread, toasted slightly. Yes. I just had one yesterday. It's still in my aura. Let me let me just just smell a little bit. Oh, if only they made a tuna perfume. But no, truly, I, I would love a tuna sandwich. Very but good. Do you think I'm going to get one? Salmon. We can do salmon. Tuna. Tuna. But no, that, that's all right. Uh, so enough of the distraction. Let's get right to the point. What are you fighting? Fear. Yeah, of what? Whoa. Whoa. Could you feel that? Could you feel that? Whoa. Could you empathize with it? When she said, whoa, you were, oh, I know where you're coming from, baby. I, I, whoa. (laughs) You say, fear, fear what? Whoa. (laughs) Okay. Um, Uncertainty of the future. Doubt, doubt would be a big part of that. Future is an absolute disaster. (laughs) And. The future is very promising. Uh, the future could be very profitable. The future is very easy. It will be all of those things. Do you understand? There is not one answer, but there are a lot of choices. The future is going to be all of those things. For some people, the future will be absolutely dreadful. It's going to be the worst year they oh. ever had. Not you. You're, oh, no. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about for the others. You would think also that I would get a popcorn necklace of anyone, of anyone. Thank you. Thank you. And you would think that an enterprising Chamber would find a way to have a permanent popcorn necklace, one that the birds and the squirrels weren't going to eat. <laughs> I want a tuna fish sandwich, so, so, but not now, later, later. Um, 
let's get let's get on with it. Stop getting hungrier as we talk. And not even pizza would satisfy my hunger now. Gina. See, see what you did to me. I, I'm well. You know. Do you, would you bring me uh, a tuna fish sandwich to the next meeting? Yes, I will. Thank I you. promise you. Okay. Good. Good. Uh, so where were we? Oh, fear. It is going to be all those things. It's going to be dismal. It's going to be the best year ever. It's going to be a year of liberation and sovereignty, and it's going to be a despicable year. There's going to be crimes, and it's all those things. And they're all occurring. They all have occurred. They're all potentials. They're all going to be lived out to a degree. We're going to go beyond that. We're going to go into what you want. Good. So uh, why are you fearing? Why are you fearing anything? Does it do you any good? That's a really good question. No. And the only answer I'm finding to it is to just, as much as I can, whatever I'm afraid of, to just do it anyway. You know, just just do it. That doesn't make sense. No. No. No, But it's better than running from it. But it's also, in a way, you're still fighting the fear. It's not pleasant. It's still not pleasant. It's still not pleasant. You're still fighting it, and you're still, in a way, uh, setting yourself up to be beaten by it. We're going to bypass it. Okay, we're going to just bypass great. it. And it, you say great now, but when no. I tell you how it can be done, they go, oh, I don't know, Adamas. I don't know. Well, it can't hopefully be any worse than. Oh, it can be. It no, can it be. can be worse. <laughs> oh, 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 dear God, you haven't even gotten into the, even the definition of worse uh, yet. Uh, okay. We haven't. Oh, no, no, no. It can get a lot worse. Does that bring up the fear? Oddly, no. Oh, oh! You wanted to get worse. No, I just want to know what it is. Let's just, you know, what is it? Let's let's find out what it is. Uh, it, you know, I'll give you the secret here and, and explain it more later. Uh, <laughs> she's telling you to take a drink. No, that's what yeah, I, <laughs> would you pour her a drink, please? She, she needs one. Please. Uh, we're gonna. We're just gonna totally create a different reality. Okay. That's all. Quite simply. I'm ready. Okay. Good. You say you're ready now, but we'll see. Don't forget this uh, to extra mayo. Yeah, and I do like the bread slightly warmed. You may have to figure out how you're going to do that. Uh, but canned tuna or fresh tuna? Canned or fresh? She asked. Crystal or paper? <laughs> Little salary too. Next, we'll do two more. What are you fighting in your life? Ah. I guess oh, oh, I'm. Oh, 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 oh. oh I'm. <laughs> You're fighting Linda right now. <laughs> Parts of myself that frustrate me, such as irritation with certain individuals. Me? Not anybody in here. <laughs> well, a little bit. Ah. <laughs> Just a little bit. Uh, uh, irritation with no. certain people. Um, yeah. Uh, do Not you feel bad about being irritated with them? Yes. Why? I like because, being irritated with people. Because I was really irritated with someone over Christmas, and it was not me, but it was me. Because well, I well, it was you. Yeah. <laughs> no, it really was. Why didn't you just tomorrow just give them hell? Well, they're not in this state anymore. Oh, there's telef- there's <laughs> the, what state and what city are they located in? That, that's 
telling too much. There's telephones, there's uh, internet, you can give them hell from long distance. No, I'd rather not speak to this person. No, oh, I'd rather. Just, just a very I'd strange. rather really just get into it. When I have a, uh, an enemy, I'll, well, we'll go for it right in the jugular. Yeah. They haven't a clue. They haven't a clue. Well, I know, but give them a clue, because you know what? Otherwise, you're bottling it up in yourself. I'm not anymore. Oh, I don't believe that. Um, no. But that was the first thing you mentioned when I said, what are you fighting? Irritation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What else? There's something else in there I'm, I'm fishing for here. Um. <laughs> By the way, the master, <laughs> the master understands the art of distraction. Linda, could you do that over here in your magic um, thing? Uh, that's so important to remember. A, it provide, it gives you your, a little bit of humor. Uh, you could yourself, maybe nobody else. But uh, as you're out there teaching and doing whatever you're going to do, as a master, you understand the art of distraction. Uh, it's magnificent because uh, somebody could be confronting you, doing something challenging. You just distract them. Bring it from here over to here. You get in your own head as you do. You, you get to that thinking, worrying, laying awake in bed at night. Damn, just distract yourself. No, really. Just distract yourself. Uh, play a game. Do, do something bizarre. Roll off the bed onto the floor. You'll shock yourself uh, out of that meaningless mind crap that you had. Just take the blankets off and just roll, boom, until you go off the side. And you'll laugh just like you are now, going, I was so caught up in my own garbage. Just as the master understands the art of distraction, I think we'll, we'll let's we'll do a Chambre book when I'm get my other books finally out. The art of distraction. Oh, did I distract you? <laughs> yes, you're the art of distraction. <laughs> yes, intentional. The art of intentional distraction. Intentional distraction. What else are you fighting, my dear? I'm fighting myself. I know, I know. That's what I said. What are you fighting within yourself? But what in yourself? Just things that I don't like about myself. Okay. Um, you don't have to mention anything, but you can if you want. I don't want to. Okay. Um, I will then. <laughs> See the fear come up? <laughs> it's none of my business. <laughs> That's right. Um, but a lot of fight going on there. In, yeah. uh, could I get personal? Okay, I will. <laughs> it doesn't matter what the fight is about, but you try to pretend there is none, and that's what's really getting you. The fight is winning because you have to pretend there is none, and there is, my dear. And I'm going to show you by the end of this – oh, almost the New Year's somewhere – I'm going to show you by the end of this how much you've been fighting, how much it's been tying up your energy, how much it's been – Oh, causing you ailments, physical sleeping problems, uh, talking problems. You realize a talking problem. The you have such a keen sense of humor and wisdom, and you don't use it. 
You, you don't use it. You, you hold yourself back when you're trying to articulate something. And you have one of the most amazing natural senses of conversation and discussion. Uh, brilliant discussion, not, not chatter chatter, but brilliant. So hopefully – nah, not hopefully, we'll just make it a reality – by the end of this you're going to see how much energy you've been tying up in fighting things and you're pretending that you're not. Okay, Sounds thank good. you. Thank you. Oh thank no, it's going to it's going to be pathetic. It's, it could be terrible <laughs> for about thank 3 you. days and then you'll get over it. Okay. One more and we'll get to the point you're probably wondering what is the point of this shout other than distraction? Yes, massive distraction. Mm-hmm. Ah. Mm-hmm. You. I don't have any Oh, that's not going to fly. No, no, no. You're not allowed to turn down the mic. Yeah. That's what Adamus told the, me. You're not allowed actually, to turn down the if mic. You, you can turn down the mic, but then you have to clean the toilets at the end of the night, <laughs> which normally wouldn't be a problem, but you're all going to be celebrating New Year's and drinking a lot, and the toilets could get kind of messy, if you know what I mean. I, yeah, another distraction. See, you don't just you don't just throw something. You create the the whole uh, illusion, the whole picture. So everybody's imagining this really gross toilet, and oh, no. yes, yes. Oh, what have you been fighting with in yourself? I'm glad to be here. I don't have anything so to fight about. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> Family. What? Family? Any family fights? Maybe. Ah, maybe. now we start uncovering it. Of course, that was easy. Any of you could figure that out. Family fights? Okay. Um, We're not too many. They're kind of getting over now. Yeah, they're getting older and then they die and then the fights aren't as much fun. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But they're, they're dead. Yeah. I don't know. So, uh, what, what else? What else? Pretty contented, peaceful person. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You you don't you don't ever like get mad at yourself or anything. Yeah, I used to, but not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What what did you used to get mad at yourself about? My family. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Good. But but, okay. I was sad because my pet died, but otherwise. That's sad. That's not mad. There's a difference. There's yeah. nothing. And your, your pet is still around. I know. Always. Thank you. Be the first thing that greets you when you go to the other side. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what I love about pets. They just wait. Yeah. They just wait. When's Master going to die? So I can. <laughs> uh, maybe today. Uh, no, maybe tomorrow. I'll, I'll wait anyway. Don't forget to f- feed him. Feed him, yeah. Energetic feeding. Like. Send him a little food because just <laughs> okay. waiting for you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Let's take a deep breath. Going into this next year, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something that at first is gonna sound wonderful and then it's gonna sound bizarre. Uh, it, it, but please do feel it on all of the different levels that it's given. And I'm gonna tell you this. And you're all going to shake your heads, nod your heads, and, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, we'll do it. And then you're not going to do it. Uh, and you're going you're gonna to fight it. You're, you're going you're to think, I wasn't talking to you, but I am. 
You're going to think I was only talking about some of you, some of you, some of the things you do, but I'm talking about everything. And you're going to think that I maybe don't know what I'm talking about, uh, but I do. <laughs> As we go into this year, and henceforth, no more fighting with yourself. That includes the whole broad spectrum of things that you do uh, to make things difficult on you. That includes fighting things like diet and weight, things like, uh, like your physical appearance. Now, you think you have to fight it because you're a food-aholic. You're going to eat a lot of chocolate and you're going to devour cake and potato chips. Don't fight it. No more regulating things like your food for the sake of your physique, for the sake of your body. A lot of you have put yourself in bizarre diets and then justified it and said, no, but the doctor told me I had low God knows what or high something else. You're fighting it. You're fighting yourself. Let down your guard. Oh, no. I have to keep some of those guards up. I have to fight something, I, because I'm inherently a weak person. I'm a sinner. They told me that. So I have to, I have, to have the fight. I've got to work against things. I'm, I'm inherently corrupt, and I would just eat my way uh, to death with tuna sandwiches if, if I didn't control myself. No. The fight is done. The fight is done. Let it go. Oh, I know. It's going to sound good, and then it's going to sound bizarre. It's going to be sweet, and then it's going to be better. Smoking, your arm, all the rest of that. Like, I'm a smoker, and this is bad. No, it's actually not. Doesn't really matter. Oh, I'm sorry, dear Linda, or anybody else who's offended, but it really doesn't matter. A true master, it doesn't matter. A lot of you fight. A lot of you are smokers. You fight it. I'm doing a bad thing, and I'm going to quit someday. No, you're actually probably not. You'll die first. Duh. Not so bad. Not so bad. But you, you, you like. Oh, there's something wrong with me, and and you have to go step outside, and you have to you'd be one of the uh, strange, odd people, and then there's something you kind of like about that being one of the ones who can go outside. And some of you who aren't smokers even want to join the outside people because they're a little bit cooler. And oh. that was Calder who said that. I didn't say oh. that. So you put up a fight within yourself, and, and I have to control myself, and I need to quit, and it's bad. Stop it. The Master does not engage in fighting with themselves anymore. Some of you are you do things uh, like working out, exercising. You do it because you think you have to. You are fighting something, age, weight. Uh, deterioration of the, the bones and the muscles, stop it. I'm not saying stop exercising. Stop that fight. You're only giving it energy. It is a part of you from the past that, that a fear or uh, uh, something incomplete in yourself, and you're only feeding that ghost, that monster. 
a lot of you think that you have to limit your thoughts, that you can't really express your emotions because you're just going to have rage all over others. So you create this this um, kind of a denial. I have to be a nice person. No, you don't. You don't. You realize nice person is a hypnotic overlay that you've fallen into. I have to be nice. I have to I have to be nice to other people. Well, the funny thing is, is energetically you're not being nice to them because you can't stand them. And but you're trying to act nice and you're like, Namaste. <laughs> and but energetically you're sending out crap to them. I can't stand that self righteous Namaste. So you're trying to act one thing. You're having this fight go on. Let it out. Let that rage out. Now, it sounds very strange. Because, oh, no, we have to be nice people. We're spiritual. No, we're not spiritual anymore. And you never were nice. Oh. <laughs> no, we have, nice is hypnosis. You, you're not nice people. No, you, you're not. And I don't want you to be. Thank you. Because it's a hypnotic overlay put onto you by others. Nice is actually candy ass. It's it's what? <laughs> candy ass. What does that mean? I'm not uh, sure that translates uh, very it, well. Just, uh, that was Calder's word. I didn't use that. Um, <laughs> artificial. Nice is artificial. It's not real. There is no nice. There's genuine. There's compassionate. But nice is just this great big um, sales job. Okay? So no, but nice. You fight things in your life. You fight uh, if you're smart enough. So as you try to be smarter, and you're fighting your stupid, uh, your your stupidness. You're fighting that. Well, basically, you're all kind. We're all kind of stupid in a way. And stupid is good. Uh, innocent is good. And you don't think so much. And then you could come out with the real answers, which we'll get to in a minute. Stupid, actually. I like stupid people. Um, pardon. Like Forrest Gump, thank you. Yes, uh, innocent uh, would be another word for it. I'm going to ask you to stop the fight within yourself, uh, starting at the stroke of midnight, wherever you happen to be. But stop that fight that you're not good enough, that you've done something wrong, that you need to work on yourself, that you need to make yourself better, that you need to improve yourself, that you have to have a plan. I don't want to see one of you, any one of you, have a New Year's, what do you call them? Resolution. Resolution. <laughs> because you're not, you, they never work. You're not resolving anything. And then you think you're even a bigger schmuck than before the resolution. And you've got this whole battle going on. Now, what I'm saying here doesn't apply to everybody out there. They, they would crumble to pieces if they, <laughs> if they took this advice. But for Shambro, I think you understand. No more fight. And, and now, you're like, oh, this is going to be really good because I'm really tired of fighting. But you're, the fact is you're not tired enough of fighting quite yet. So there's going to be a tendency to Try to hide some fighting in your pockets or in the closet or wherever you hide things from me, which you don't. There's going to be a tendency. It's like, well, I still have to work on my 
fill in the blank because Adamus doesn't understand my, you know, your incredible um, weakness, your incredible um, addiction, your incredible perversions, your incredible uh, everything. Yeah, I understand all of them, but I understand that by fighting them, you're living them. By fighting them, you're living them. When you fight these things, when you battle against yourself, when you have to set goals, goals, goals for a master are like uh, a kryptonite for Superman. Oh, goals! Oh, oh, just what? Well, why goals? Uh, you know, goals are assuming that there's something wrong with you, uh, that there's something you have to improve. You don't need goals. You need to live. That's all. You just need to live without the fight, without the struggle, without – life is not a struggle. It really isn't. If you take the essence of life, it's not a struggle. It never was. But there are a lot of things that have made it a struggle, and you've bought into it. You've been seduced into it. You kind of like it. Even though you say you don't like it, you do like it, because otherwise you wouldn't be doing it. No more fight. Not fight in your health. Have a health issue. Stop fighting it. It sounds good at first, but then all of a sudden you're like, but that means I'm allowing it. I'm, I'm, em- I'm embracing it, and then it's going gonna, it's gonna to take over. <laughs> you're going to be so surprised at how the fight itself made it real. How the focus – and I'm not saying to – I'm not saying either to avoid it and pretend you don't have it. I'm saying to actually allow it. It's counterintuitive to allow your addictions, to allow your illnesses, to allow your weaknesses, to allow all those things that you don't like about yourself. It's very, very counterintuitive. You've gotten so used to limiting yourself. Let's say you like um, pasta. I can't eat pasta because it makes me fat. Okay, well then it will. Then you've got this fight going on, and then it takes the, out the joy of life. Ah, no more fight with yourself. You fight with other people. It's actually kind of fun. No, it, it's really fun um, because you realize that if you really, if you really let yourself wide open in a fight with somebody else, let's say you have a relative, brother, sister, or somebody that you just have spent years, you know enduring and putting up with. And you give yourself permission. No, no more holding back. No more whatsoever. It feels kind of weird because, oh, I would kill them. Eh, so what? Uh, <laughs> you know what? They're going to come back anyway. Uh, and, and what happens is once you give yourself that freedom, that permission, all of those warped, perverse thoughts go away. You're not going to do it. But just giving yourself the freedom to say, I'm just going to go and rip them a new one. A new what? A new life. I'm going to rip them a new life. <laughs> what do you think I meant? I'm going to rip them a new life. Giving yourself that permission without fooling yourself, saying, well, I give myself permission, but then I can't do it. No, really, give yourself that permission. Suddenly you put yourself in a different consciousness. Suddenly things become a lot more clear. And suddenly you realize that actually you can 
Make them invisible if you want. But you don't want to. Suddenly you realize, I gave them a lot of power over me. I let them steal energy. It wasn't really their fault. It was my fault. I gave them all that power. Now that I realize that I'm not going to hold myself back, I don't have to play that game anymore. We're going to come back to this time and time again, and I'm going to call you on it during the year, but the fight is over. Whatever it is – health, relationships, self-loathing, self-doubt, food, any sort of addictions – and there are no addictions, it's all mental – any sort of thing that you're struggling against with yourself, including the why haven't I achieved more in my life. I'm going to throw up if I ever see any of you thinking that, because you're looking at yourself through this little, little uh, microscopic view. You're looking at yourself. You say, why? You know, other people have achieved more. Other people haven't come to this planet at one of the most beautiful but challenging times to be an embodied master. Is there anything grander? Just another degree is going to, you know, is going to be better than that. A little bit more money, a bigger house. I don't think so. So when you get into that fight with yourself about what you've accomplished, let it go. No more fights. Half of this sounds good. That oh, good. No more fights. Half of it is going to be very difficult because you're conditioned to the battle, the struggle. You're conditioned to holding back. You're conditioned to having these demons of doubt in your life saying, no more, stop doing that, you're a bad person, be nice. So it's going to feel very, very uncomfortable. And that's where I'm going to open a very special um, room, a big room, fancy room with tuna fish sandwiches and chocolate chip cookies (laughs) in the Crimson Circle website. It's going to be Padded walls? No, I, I think um, I, I think the the walls will be uh, made of um, chocolate pudding on one side, and padded walls. What you Ice cream on the other side, and jalapenos. A wall of jalapenos. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. The jalapeno wall. We'll have many walls in this room. <laughs> So I'm going to ask dear Michelle to open this little place on, on the website where you can go, and it'll probably be just, I don't know, a blank screen or I don't know, a pretty picture or something. But this will be the place where you come when you are a little in overwhelm at giving up the fight, and you get confused. You get confused when about the fight that you're having within yourself, what to do, how to let it go what the consequences are. You just come there. I'll be there – how do you say it? 24-7. Uh, I'll be there all the time. Uh, you'll know I'm there because you're going to smell tuna sandwich. <laughs> I love tuna sandwich. I would come back for another incarnation just to have a good tuna sandwich with chips. With chips. Yes, next month. So we'll, we'll open this up uh, on the website, just a little room that you click on. We'll get the information out to you. You come here if you're confused about the fight or if you think you still need to fight. We'll talk. We'll talk. You and I will fight. Notice I already have bandage on my hand getting ready for it. So 
I'm going to put it out there again. We'll come back to it next month. No more fight within yourself. And you're going to try to apply it to the outside world and say, oh, I shouldn't be fighting. Now fight the outside world. Stop it within yourself. Stop all these limitations and arguments and holding back and self-prescriptions and all the other weird things that you do. Let yourself free. Are you going to ask me if you can have an exception? No. Would you hand her the microphone, please? My pleasure. Yes. Yes. Why the heck can't we just release all the bull? Don't ask me. <laughs> because you're, I give you a straight answer. Because you're human. Because of a lot of conditioning and a lot of fear and a lot of things that are not true, but you believe them to be. So what happens is you hear things. You heard them back with Tobias. I do believe Caldra recently wrote an article about the silent prayer. And you, you heard it back then, but you still didn't get it. You still you, you read it and thought, oh, that sounds so good, but you didn't embody it. Uh, you, you don't let go, you don't release because you're human, and you don't think you can. You don't think that you're empowered to do so. Uh, you don't think that it's possible, and you base it on past experiences when you tried something and it didn't work. Even if it didn't work one time out of a hundred, that's where you put your consciousness, the one time it didn't work. So it's conditioning, my dear. It's hypnosis, it's conditioning, it's belief, and partly because you're a coward. Takes one to know one. <laughs> All of you. No, it's a, it's a bit of cowardice. Um, it's, it it is. That. We do that all the time. Cowardice? No. Release, 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 and allow. <sighs> we have a still ways to go, don't we? Uh, part of it is cowardice. And what, I'm, what I mean by, by that is that you take little baby steps in, into enlightenment. And baby steps will never get you there. Uh, it's, it's a true release, a true leap. You think there is, um, you have to learn this, and then this, and then this. We have to keep going along with these shouts. No. No. So I, I call it cowardice, um, being chicken, um, to, to really – you're waiting – not you, but everybody here is waiting for somebody else to do it. We ought to come out with chicken T-shirts. Um, and it's holding back for no good reason. That's why I annoy all of you. That's why I distract you. That's why um, we go through some of the things we do to say, when are you going to be ready? With that, it's a perfect segue into my closing statement and a bit of a mirab. I think we're ready and we do. Yes. It's almost time to party. So, Dear Shumper, we've talked about giving up the fight, and you're going, to be, you're going to be thinking about that, feeling into it, considering what did he mean. And then there's going to be a lot of chatter in your social media about what I really meant, and there's going to be people speculating, and they're going to be quoting me on things I didn't say. It's not about anything but within yourself. It's your own way of controlling yourself, limiting yourself, battling with yourself, holding back on yourself regulating and restricting yourself, because there's an underlying feeling that you've done something wrong, or you're weak, or you need to improve. Underlying assumption that there's something not right. 
to an extent that's partly right. But that's just one layer. That's just one reality. There's that other reality where you can put your consciousness that it's already all there. You already know. You already know. And when you come to our new place on the website, to this beautiful room, we'll give it a nice name, when you come to this room, you come there realizing, knowing that you already know. When you have questions, when you have fears, when you wonder what's going to come next, come there to feel into that you already know. You do this by being real quiet. And maybe we'll have some nice music playing, maybe some Johann music playing in this room. You come there and you just take a deep breath and you get relaxed. And you just come to realize that you already know the answer to everything that you're wondering about. I'm not going to give you the answer, but I'll encourage you to realize the answer that you already have. You come there to this room that we're going to create. By the way, the password is I exist. I am that I am. I know that I know. That's the password. That'll get you in. I, literally, I want them I want you to type that out. I exist. Period. I am that I am. Period. I know that I know, period. It has to be done in upper and lower case. All upper case <laughs> will not work. <laughs> I exist. Let, let's just rehearse it right now. I exist. I exist. No, quietly. <laughs> what do you think this is, Sunday school? <laughs> Repeat after me. Jesus died for my sins. Do you understand how that brainwashing works? Yes, I'll repeat, teacher. Jesus died for my sins. Well, then you get really feeling really bad about yourself. Really bad. And then you go through the rest of your life like, bad for my sins. Jesus doesn't care about your sins. Let's take a deep breath. Do not repeat after me. <laughs> Feel it for yourself. The other ascended masters are laughing. I exist. Oh, that's the that is the realization of mastery. I exist. I am that I am. What does that mean? It sounds nice when people say it. I am that I am. Namaste. I am that I am. Everything I've ever done, everything I ever will do, every potential that I ever created in the wall of fire. I am that I am. I am not just what I remember, what I think I am, but I am all that I am. All the layers and levels, things experienced and not experienced, realized and unrealized. I am all of those. I am anything that I choose to be. That's what that really means. I am that I am. I'm anything I choose to be. And then 
I know that I know. You see, I've often said, and often scolded, when somebody stands up and says, "Well, I don't know." No, you do know. You just don't know that you know. You do know every answer. You do know every twist and turn of the past as well as the future. You know the future. It's an amazing thing. Kind of takes the impact out of the future. <laughs> kind of negates the whole word future. You start realizing it's just all right now. So there's that knock, knock, knock on the door of our new room and the website. What's the password? I exist. I am that I am. I know that I know. Okay, you can come in. And then you just sit. You just sit quietly. You feel into the I exist. You feel into the I am. Anything I choose to be, I am. And then you really allow the I know that I know. Don't come in here. Sit down and say, "Well, I don't know." Don't ask me. Don't ask Adamus. Or you say, "I know that I know," and then shut up and let it come to you. And just let it come to you. I know that I know. Funny thing happens is you start to realize, yeah, actually, I do know. I don't know how I know, but I know that I know. And you start to realize that there really wasn't much to know anyway. In other words, you really weren't walking around like lost. You weren't walking around clueless like you thought you were. You really did know. You kind of laugh. You remember the sessions we had here where I really had to chastise somebody when they said, "I don't know." Laugh and go. Now I understand why Adamus did that. They did know. It's real simple. I exist. I am that I am. I know that I know. And while you're sitting in this beautiful, beautiful new room, kind of an addition onto the website, while you're sitting in here, you realize why. Was I fighting all this stuff about myself? What was that fight about? What was that battle about? And you have a good laugh and say, "Must have enjoyed something about it." But boy, am I glad that we're putting a stop to it. And you realize this is nothing to fight. Not in your body. Not in your thoughts. Not in your choices. When there's nothing to fight, there's also nothing to fear. When there's nothing to fight, there's nothing to fear. And then you get this huge love wash that comes over you from you to yourself. Tingling that goes all through your body, and you realize this sense of freedom. 
realize that there are no goals. It's only about the joy of life. Realize it's not trying to make yourself better in any way. You realize the perfection that's already there. Well, you're probably going to have a few tears. We're going to need some tissue boxes in this room. You're going to have a few tears. Letting go, asking yourself, why, why, oh why, did I make it so hard? Why didn't Adamus tell me sooner? <laughs> Gonna have some more tears, and you'll really then release, Edith. You'll really let go, and you'll realize that you was know, kind of being a coward before, always getting in these fights with yourself, never letting yourself know. You're gonna realize that you almost made it difficult on yourself. Almost, always putting up that fight in yourself. You're gonna realize that the fight's done now. Only a coward fights. Yeah. Yeah. Take a good deep breath. Oh, I can't wait to go in this. Room with you. You're gonna take a good deep breath after you've had a lot of tears. You're gonna reach your hand over to that wall, take a big scoop of chocolate pudding, and not feel bad about it, and not worry that the wall is gonna fall down, or not worry that it's gonna get germs, not worried about any the color, anything. Shut up. Enjoy the chocolate pudding and a tuna fish sandwich. They really go good together. It's, Got to be one of my favorites. Then you're gonna take a deep breath and say, "Damn, we made it! We made it to the end of 2014. That—that's the miracle. Actually, that is the miracle." If I'd have told you at the beginning of this lifetime that you were gonna make it to 20, end of 2014, you probably wouldn't have believed it. Probably wouldn't have believed it. It's a miracle that you've endured. It's a miracle you're still alive, you know, really, and and, and semi-functioning, <laughs> and, and a miracle that we're together here, and we can laugh and smile and joke and distract and don't forget what I said. The master understands the art of deliberate deception, distraction. <laughs> Distraction <laughs> that distracted you for a moment. So let's take a good deep breath. You made it to the end of 2014, 2015. What's it all about? It's about realization. Period. I'm not going to put up with any macchio, any excuses. I'm not going to put up with any fights within yourself. No,、nope. I'm going to call them out on the carpet. I'm not going to put up with any. Excuses? Any I don't knows? Any oh you don't understand Adamas? I had a really hard life. You want a hard life? One hundred thousand years in a crystal. That's a hard life. <laughs> so let's take a good deep breath as we transition, really into a new era, for you, for Crimson Circle, for the world. Oh, it's going to be a crazy year. 
thought this year was tough, wait till next year. But you know what? It's not yours. And you know what? In spite of all the crazy stuff going on, all the wars and the violence and lost airplanes and everything else, in spite of all that, you're going to be able to step back, take a deep breath and say, all is well in all of creation. Happy New Year. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you. Thank you. Wise
Thank you to Jeffrey Hoppe channeling Adama Saint-Germain on New Year's Eve and day for all of us. Thank you to Jeffrey and Adamas. Thank you to Johan for sharing their beautiful music with all of us on this beautiful day at this beautiful event. And more than anything, goodbye to the Awakening Zone. This is our closing closing broadcast on the Awakening Zone. And to those of you on the crimsoncircle.com, whether you're listening or watching, we'll see you very soon again. That will be the first Saturday of February. So with all that, thank you. Thank you to our live audience and to everyone listening. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, David. Thank you. Thank you, David. Wow.